Hello everyone and welcome to But It's a Classic, the film reviewing podcast where we look at classics old and new. My name is Phoebe and I've watched every film. Uh, my name is Ferdy and I've watched 19 films. Yeah. We're getting up there. We really Maybe are. Maybe the big two zero. Whoa. That's huge. That's a milestone right yeah. now. That's, um, what is that? That's China in anniversary what? terms. Oh, oh so I think that, that. I would... It's the China. country China. China. <laughs> That's my... Fantastic, world-renowned mm-hmm. Donald Trump impression. Yeah. That also, everyone loves. I suppose it's just like a quick notice. Apologies <laughs> if the audio sounds like a little bit. Yeah. This, not the same. This film is the new Lady Bird. Yes. Oh my God! Isn't it just because <laughs> the amount of shit that we not even like over the course of several weeks, like Lady. It's like this entire no. morning has just been. Insane. Yeah. To start off, our usual Lenigan slot um, is out of order in a rather extreme way. Oh, the Caskin. Yeah. Sorry, what yeah. did I say? The Lenigan. You said, I keep saying you Lenigan. Keep saying Lenigan yes. you, I've got Lenigan on the brain. The I love the so Lenigan much. library. You're no, the sorry. Number one patron. The Caskin Lecture Theatre, yeah. which we usually do our screenings and our recordings in, mm. is out of action because the Martin Harris Centre <laughs> yeah, is also in, out of action. Is also out of action <laughs> in a rather major way in that it yeah. is. Ballooning from the inside yeah. with water. I, yeah, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what the issue is, but there's a section of wall mm. that is being like pushed outward, like brick wall yeah. that is now curved because of um, like water mains bursting or something. Yeah. And yeah, and it's an infrastructural issue with the whole building. Apparently, yes. they're having to shut it down so they can repair it. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Work it from the ground up. I don't know. No one knows how long it's going to be out of action. Yeah, it's going to be out of action because there is a chance of it collapsing mm. and bursting. Or and you were saying hitting a yeah. So a main I or yeah. Apparently, according to one of our lecturers, um, or well, according to some credible source that I don't have to hand right mm. now, <laughs> there's obviously because it's a water main that's potentially going to burst. It may also take out a gas main that's next to it, God. and if that happens, obviously it won't explode if the gas main ruptures. But if anything sets that gas on fire, yeah, then bad the whole building bears. is going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It mm. absolutely is. So um, the whole building could explode. Yes, which is rather terrifying. So we're screening in a different building today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just across the way. Yeah, just across the way. Gorgeous place. Mm. Um, our, uh, I guess, executive producer David Butler. <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean, kind of. That's what our he's doing. Our benefactor. Yeah, our, be- <laughs> our generous, mysterious benefactor. Yes. Um, he has shown us to this wonderful uh, little hidden gem. I didn't even know yeah. this place existed. I know, hidden in the basement. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I mean, I'm used to it. Oh, I live I in a basement. Back. Uh, oh, well, no, I don't anymore. I was about to say, no, my my um, my room has been commandeered by my parents. Yes. Everything I own is now in two boxes. Uh, in sorry, I don't my house. No, no, no. It's it's fucking funny. Um, I live in the spare room now. If spare anywhere, room. spare room. Spare room. Spare room. Do you know that? What? Have you seen Narnia? No. Damn. Or I think I have, but it's a. It was a while ago. Is that yeah. a joke from the, Narnia? It's not necessarily a joke. It's just um, when Lucy goes through the wardrobe for the first time, she meets Mister Tumnus. He's like, "Well, where are you from?" 
And she's like, oh, oh, well, I came in through the spare room. And he goes, spare oom? Is that where you're from? <laughs> spare oom? I don't know I why did, I remember that specifically. wild to me that James McAvoy did that and then split. Yeah. And is, like, an incredibly talented actor. But one of his most, potentially most successful roles mm. is as a half-goat yeah, man that wearing and, a scarf. That and a telekinesis bald man. Yeah, a t- telekinesis bald man. Yeah. To be fair, he's not bald in some of them. No, he's he the, He's it. the one who's got hair. That's true, until he doesn't have the hair. Until he doesn't have the hair. Yeah. Oh, Well, today times. we're watching... Um, <laughs> we're watching Some Like It Hot. We're going yes. to an oldie again. It's a 1959 film. Wow. Um, okay. Yes, so we're going back a little bit old school again, considering we did a relatively modern sci-fi, I thought why not we do a comedy mm. this time, so this is our second comedy, I suppose Oh, oh, right, okay, blimey Yeah um, Yes, so, Some Like It Hot mm. uh, I feel like I have seen part of this film before Interesting When I was very young, so I live uh, in, in Brighton uh, when I'm not at university, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and at my house in Brighton, uh, it's like a street that goes around a communal garden okay. in the middle. It's like a little, little park thing. It's very nice. Hmm. Um, very suburban, very <laughs> fucking middle class, like, you know, whatever. Hmm. Um, and every now and again, they will put a screen up in there and screen a film oh, and nice. everyone goes and watches the film everyone cooks food it's quite nice um, one of those films I think one year was Some Like It Hot although I didn't know that at the time yeah. um, so the only thing I really know about this film is that there are men dressing up as women Yes. and the reason I remember that is because there is a scene where someone is standing in a little boat in a right. river or a, or, a, or a sea or something and uh, a woman is standing on a pontoon or something looking down at him Right. and the guy is looking up at her, he's wearing a suit, he's wearing a hat but he's got an earring in oh, yeah. and he forgets to take it out okay. and that's how she knows. Right. That might be completely wrong. Well, because I'll, if I I'll, have seen have any of this... See. Yeah, I... As always, mm. I will have to wait to... If I have seen any of this film, it was a very long time ago. Okay. Um, so, that's... Uh, but that is all I know. The moral... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Um, I mean, you are correct. There is a scene in the film that is pretty much verbatim what you just said. Okay, cool, but, good. You know, uh, then I... Don't need to watch the film. No, not I, at all. I, you, I you've know done it. it. Yeah. Um, do you know like anything else about the plot other than the, um, the I drag know element? that Marilyn Monroe yes. is in it. Uh, whose rap flow is the dopest? Marilyn Monroe's is. That's epic rap. Yeah, in the it took Marilyn me a Monroe second to. Yeah, Who's no, she it's up called, against? Uh, Cleopatra. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Who it's, won? Well, uh, no, they don't know. Well, was, whose was better? Yeah, I, I think. I believe Marilyn Monroe got three verses and Cleopatra got two. Oh, ouch! Which I think, yeah, wow. I, I didn't like that. No, that that, that doesn't sit right with me. You know, ERB is supposed to be impartial, but in I, this case, they weren't. I do find the lack of women in the epic rap battles of history really funny. 
Like, oh, absolutely. The only ones that I seem to remember that did have women in them was the Bonnie and Clyde one yep. versus Romeo and Juliet. Yep. And um, fucking Joan of Arc versus Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Which is so weird. Yeah. They've basically just gone, famous women in history with short hair, <laughs> go. And that's the yeah. only thing that they could think of was mm. those two people. Yeah. And Joan of Arc fucking wiped the floor with yeah. Miley and that. It's good to, I, I genuinely can't think of another one other than no. Marilyn Monroe versus Cleopatra, which again York. is like They must they might have done some more later down the line. Yeah. But possibly. Yeah, then no, Adam I, versus Eve. Oh, uh, Adam versus Eve, <laughs> with yeah. Jenna Marbles. Uh, and uh, Ghostbusters versus Mythbusters has Carrie from Mythbu- Mythbusters nice. say like two lines and that's, that's it I thought for a second you were going to say Ghostbusters versus 2015 no sorry <laughs> 2019 Ghostbusters yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah the um, the the movie that solved misogyny which I personally think got ragged on a little bit too hard oh absolutely it yeah. wasn't that bad no it, it wasn't was that pretty bad it was bad. just people were prepared to hate it going in yeah. and so any issues with it at all suddenly became the end of the fucking mm. world. It does suck that the funniest thing in the film was Chris Hemsworth though. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately. You know, I I like a himbo. Yeah. Well speaking of misogyny, um <laughs> some like it hot. I don't know where you're gonna place it. I think it's a very funny film. I'd say that <clears throat> as David Butler said as we were going as he was leaving us, mm. um one of like the greatest comedies of all time I would really? say the oh god wow. yeah like the it still holds up with the kind of snappiness of the dialogue okay. it's not nice. necessarily a film that one would look at in terms of its you know inge- ingenuity in mm. like filming or cinematography or anything right. it's just a kind of by the books fast paced comedy mm. um, with brilliant dialogue brilliant like some of like the funniest comedic actors for the time are in it you know Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis were mm-hmm two of the heavyweights during the 50s and 60s in terms of just their um, comedic abilities and also Marilyn Monroe showing off the fact that she can really do comedy yeah as well as being this like sex icon yeah well she was just she was incredibly good at I mean any kind of acting really yeah completely and I think I mean I don't know a massive amount about her as a performer or about how you know, her persona was portrayed mm. uh, across the years that she was active, but it seems like she was very, very intelligent oh, definitely. and kind of misattributed as blonde bimbo yeah. by the media when, you know, she wasn't. She was just, she just happened to be intelligent and very beautiful yeah no I agree which which as we all know you can't be both (laughs) both. you can't be both you've got to pick a lane (laughs) it's it's interesting Mm. because um despite her like most iconic movies Mm. actually no I take back what I'm saying um I'd say that her most iconic movies that she was in this being one of them and Gentlemen Mm. Prefer Blondes are both comedies yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. I think Seven Year Itch, which is the one where like you get the drain scene with the dress going up. Oh. You know, that's okay. not a comedy per se, and she's definitely not in on the joke in that film. Oh, Whereas I'd say with someone like okay. at Hot and Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, is, you know, yeah. she knows. Is, is that mean like uh does that mean 
in this context, she's not in on the joke, as in she genuinely didn't know when she was filming it what the intention was, no, no, or no. like her character. Just kind of like metaphorically. Was... Okay, right, 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 like right. I, there's a kind of. I mean, you'll see in the film, and some like it hot. There's this very um, deliberate and conscious decision that she has in her acting and her, just her comedic timing. That's yeah. something of you can tell that she knows how to be funny and yeah, how to act yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Whereas because um, Seven Year Itch is a film in which she is love and trust mm, and okay. quite creepily so I would say right. um, there isn't this kind of like there isn't this ability for her to be funny mm, because okay. the script doesn't allow for her to be funny yeah. if that makes sense mm. yeah inter- I okay this is maybe I mean this that's what the whole podcast is I was going to say this maybe shows my weaknesses as a film student uh, but this whole podcast is like my role in it is not knowing things. So no, I, like, I think I think people kind of conflate. Is conflate the right word? I think people conflate mm-hmm. being a quote unquote good or knowledgeable oh, film right, student yeah. with knowing old Hollywood. That's that's true. What I you may change your mind after I say oh, that so. I wasn't aware that the seven year itch was actually a film. Okay. I thought that was just a, a slang term for STD. Well, I think it might also be that. Okay. <laughs> but I, I'm not I didn't sure. Know I'm, that, I didn't know they made that the thing from the film into a real thing. I mean, I'm not entirely. I've never even heard of Seven Year Itch being referred to. But as I an don't. STD. I yeah. I like. I don't know which STD it would be. Uh, thrush potentially. I don't know. Probably thrush. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know where the seven year aspect comes. Really My long point is, thrush. yeah. Re- <laughs> Long term thrush. Long term thrush. Yeah. I mean, it's a 1955 okay. film. Um, I mean, I wasn't born then, I don't think. So. No, I don't think uh, you were. No, no, probably not. Something tells me you yeah. were. But <laughs> I think the, the other significance with Some Like It Hot was that it was arguably the last great Monroe film before she kind of started to just descend, um, right. both mentally and physically, mm. with addiction and just everything that was going on with her life mm. that eventually would lead to her death. Yeah. Um, so, if anything, I really love this film because it's such a celebration of what Marilyn once was, yeah, you know, and what yeah. she could have continued to mm. be if it weren't for ghastly men yeah. like plaguing her yeah, life, yeah, you yeah. know. Mm. Um, do you know other than the whole kind of drag element? Mm. Like, is there anything else about the plot that you um, know? No, I don't think so. I assume uh, with the drag element that it's essentially the precursor to white chicks kind of um, yeah. <laughs> in a way I, I, yeah. yeah I suppose um, I am interested to see how the title correlates to the film Okay. because often I find with a lot of these uh, with a lot of old Hollywood films the title is kind of only tangentially related to yes. like maybe a conversational topic in one part of the film yeah. or nothing or it might be nothing yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah I'm interested to see especially with these older ones yeah exactly yeah. Um, so yeah, stuff like um, I mean these aren't Hollywood necessarily uh, it's like Streetcar Named Desire is a play obviously yes. um, but like I never understood the significance of that as a name um, maybe I didn't read the play that well. 
I don't oh, did know. You, did you do it in school? Uh, I did, yeah, briefly. I didn't yeah. read the whole well, thing, I don't think. You, to get to the area, you take a streetcar named Desire. Oh, do you? Oh, oh all right. Blanche. I'm, I'm, I'm Blanche in... takes a streetcar named Desire. <laughs> okay, in which case, I'm a fucking idiot. No, um, no, no, no. But, like... It's, it, to yeah. be fair, it's only, like, briefly the, Yeah, the yeah. name scheme of old Hollywood. So, unless, my point is, unless they say in the film, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, guys, I guess some like it hot, Yeah. then I'm not going to get it. God, I can't even remember. I hope they do. I hope that I've called that. <laughs> so and you can that, just point at the yeah. screen. I go, ah, they said the title like, of the thing. It's like that one clip of um, Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have you seen that meme? It's like Leo saying oh, the, like oh, a that 70s that Chris, kid. Oh, and he goes, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, it's like that clip in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he where Leonardo DiCaprio goes... Yeah, I guess all this happened once upon a time in Hollywood. I was like, I didn't. I've not seen the film. I didn't know that was happening. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Speaking of, I, I mean, I've been meaning to bring this up in an episode. I couldn't figure out a place to put it in last week. Oh. Um, but Quentin Tarantino's announced his last film. I thought his last film was. No, once no, upon like a time. his final film ever that he's going to do ever. He's said that the next film he does. Is going to be his last film yeah, ever. He said that about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did he actually? Okay. Yeah, he was in like, "This case, is my last film." In which case, ignore me. Um, no, 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 no. I'm just like, yeah. It it seems so kind of. Oh, of course he would. Yeah, you know? right. Then again, mm. despite my, you know, not necessarily massive enjoyment of Tarantino films, I really, really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, like it would be on okay. like my kind of favorites list. Oh generally. wow! I really enjoyed it. It got a lot of slander. I don't really understand why. I think people were going into it expecting one type of film. Yeah. And if anything, yeah, it was kind of just his love letter to 1960s right. Hollywood, which I like, really and respect. And Margot Robbie's feet. Yeah, they are only in it like once. But then again, you also get some girls' feet, some other girls' feet as well. <sighs> Two for the price of yeah, fun. It's his alter streak <laughs> feet. <laughs> oh, Cheb's out for quarantine. 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 We can say quagmire. Qua- quagmire. <laughs> I uh, I can't do a quagmire impression. No, I can't. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't want you to either. No, I I, I don't want to. Some, some, Fine. Fine then. Yeah. Wh- whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'll, go, I'll go then. <laughs> Unhinged first half. Seth MacFarlane genuinely does. There's. I have a visceral response to him. He does actually kind of scare me. Yeah, like, he looks like. Um, he looks like if Jimmy Carr... He looks like a waxwork of Jimmy Carr. Yeah, mixed with Alan Carr. A little bit. Yeah, you no, do you know, that? I actually really see that. Yeah, yeah. it's the heavy set jaw Interesting. with yeah. the teeny tiny head. Call that man car crash. He's Fucking. he's just a bit disturbing in my yeah. brain. This I'm so like out of it today yeah. because it's like different location. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sensorily aware of yeah. the fact that there's this like little buzzy fan sound yeah. going on. So apologize, uh, apologies, apologize, apologize. apologize. I'm apologies sorry if there's a, a hissing over the top of this. It's yeah. um, there might be a snake in here or something. I yeah, don't know. it's uh, it's slowly. It's moving. either that or the aircon. Have you seen that meme where it's like the snail that's always following you? And catch up with you at one point. For what is a man? <laughs> yeah. what has I don't know gone? where that started. It's I. It comes from I think this like viral "Would you rather" thing. Yeah. Or like, uh, would you take the hundred million dollars if there was a snail pursuing you, and if you touch it, you die? Huh. Um, leading to that going viral, leading to. The snail 
being the linchpin to your immortality. Yeah. Um, like becoming a, a well-known meme. I, I really like the memes uh, that are like <laughs> me reuniting with the snail at the heat death of the universe. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a like guy the like, hand of God. Yeah, yeah, out has a hand of God and like um, <laughs> he's sipping on a fucking highball of whiskey in a fucking pouring rainstorm as everything nice. collapses around him. And he's like, man, Did we've been through hell, haven't we? Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Me and the snail. I saw, like, there was, like, a load of TikToks that went, like, it was, like, a trend a mm. few months ago, around Christmas time, where it would be, like, touch the screen to hold hands with the cat, oh, and yeah, then you yeah. do it, and then it would flick to a photo of the snail. <laughs> like, you touched him. It's too late. <laughs> it's, oh, meme culture is fucking, like, incredible. Yeah. The fact that this shit can be fucking funny, mm-hmm. and it's it's... Not comedy, no. but it's fucking fun. It's like Zuma the um, the loud falling metal bar meme. Oh yeah, we've seen. It's, it. just, it's just so dumb. It's, yeah, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> this, um, I think we've mentioned on the show before uh, on the show. Um, I, we said that last week as well. You did. I remember that. Yeah. So maybe that's the thing we have to we have to refer to. Why do on you the find show. it funny? Like. What's saying on the show? On the show. Well, it just sounds like we're professionals, and I like oh, that. Oh, yeah, we are. I, I, yeah, no, we are. I just don't consider myself to be a particularly professional person. Oh, well, I so, do. No, oh, oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've mentioned before Smiling Friends, mm. um, the hit animated Adult Swim series by Zach Hadel and Michael R. Kusak. Um, I thought you were saying what? I was like, no, I was doing I was a like, very you know subdued whoop whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Cheers. Um, where um, one of the characters, Charlie, looks around at a restaurant called Salties and says, mm, I, re- I could really go for some Salties right now. And there's one that I've seen where he looks around and Salties is replaced with a picture of a metal bar. And he goes, mmm. I could really go for some right now. <laughs> Comedy. I'm so you know? convinced that the majority of like Gen Z humor memes mm. is based off of our attention span that lasts five seconds. Yeah. Like yeah. I find it's like it's um I hate to use the term so loosely, but it feels very ADHD core. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> ADHD it's core. like our attention yeah. deficit means that we yeah, can absolutely. only absorb memes yeah. if they're like but that's, three second bursts. Yeah, no, I, I completely it's like agree. Vine that's, on speed. Yeah, Vine <laughs> on speed. Yeah, because I think that's part and parcel of like the scrolling culture. Mm. You know, you can get addicted to that shit. Yeah. I think studies have shown. Um, and when you have to grab someone's attention in the two seconds that you get of them looking at your video before they get bored and scroll away, mm. because like you know, if there's a million other things around, they'll go with the thing that hooks them immediately. Yeah, you know, very true. Um, so I'm very dismayed to learn that some like it hot will be longer than ten seconds. Yeah, I think it's about an hour fifty, maybe. Man. Boring I hope you enjoy film. it. If you don't, it's okay. Have you seen those memes that's like someone watching Family Guy or playing Subway Surfers underneath yeah. whatever they're doing? So, oh, boring ass fucking divorce proceedings, and they're playing Subway Surfers. I do that occasionally. Yeah. It's like the um, the when Reddit. you get divorced. Yeah, when I get divorced, yeah. quite mm. frequently. It's like the um, <laughs> a lot of green card marriages. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, God. carry on. <laughs> it's like those 
Oh, like Reddit confessional videos read out by the, by yeah, the AI automated yeah, yeah, yeah. voices, and there's always like some kind of parkour Minecraft video playing <laughs> yeah. beneath it. This, you know what? This, this in itself, this conversation can be used as a think piece to work out how intergenerational conversations <laughs> make sense. Because I'm assuming okay. there's like a, probably a massive majority of people that are just sitting here like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> But Summer yeah. Gahot, speaking of cultural oh, yeah. significance, mm-hmm. um, as all good film students at this point know, it's been drilled into our head in the same <laughs> way that Laura Mulvey's male gaze has been. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The production code in America. Yeah. This film was one of the few films that kind of instigated the collapse of okay. the Hayes Code, also known as the production code, yeah. because of its themes of sexuality, its mm. homosexual undertones, mm-hmm. Its use of uh, cross-dressing, yeah. Um, its violence as well. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, because it's okay. it's set wow. in the nineteen twenties. Um, was, was that a particularly violent time to be Marilyn Monroe? Well, if you think about, you know, I mean, uh, obviously, prohibition, yeah. the Great Depression. Yeah. It's it's a pretty God it's a pretty damn. grueling time, Jeez. as one might say. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be like small scale violence like no, someone just no. gets into a scuffle I mean but. you'll see like it opens with quite a graphic bit of um, violence for the time mm. um, documenting like an actual real um, event I believe it was like it's either oh, I think it's like the Valentine's massacre or something Jesus Christ I believe it was like a Capone Al Capone. Hell, I was about to say Al Pacino, not Al Pacino. Al- <laughs> <laughs> I think it was an Al Capone raid yeah, wow. um, in the 1920s, in which, and that that sets off the tone um, and the narrative and Jesus. everything that happens. But I won't go into too many spoilers for it. Blimey. So, okay. yeah, That's... like when they first wow. did kind of screenings for this film to older audiences, mm. people were like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? Mm. This is blasphemous. This is awful. <laughs> And the director was, like, really worried that it was just going to be a complete bomb because yeah. it's such a kind of risque subject right. within, in, it, in it of itself. Um, I'm trying to remember the bloody director. I should probably got my notes up before. And yeah. Billy Wilder, who went okay. on to do loads of really yeah. influential not comedies, which I find really interesting, like things like Sunset Boulevard and stuff and Dublin, mm. Dublin Indemnity and Seven Year Itch funnily enough so this isn't oh, his first okay. Marilyn Monroe picture um, but yeah then they sc- huh. after screening it to a modern audience they screened it to a bunch of uh, uni students mm. they loved it of course they did yeah they thought brilliant. it was brilliant because yeah. it was so groundbreaking yeah so let's wow. see how you yeah. felt as a uni yeah. student it's if they don't go to Fat Sam's Grand Slam speakeasy then mm. I'm going to be Irritated. I mean, does start off in a speakeasy. Oh shit! That makes nice. you feel any better. Is is Fat Sam there and and Muggsy perhaps? Muggsy. Is it Muggsy? Is Bugsy. It Muggsy? <laughs> Bugsy. No, no, no. Oh no, Muggsy's from Looney Tunes. I'm thinking of um, Fat Sam's like henchman. Um, his uh, like big beefy guy. Oh, uh, I don't know. He's got a big beefy henchman who he like berates. Ooh, at various times, no but it's simultaneously the most entertaining thing in the entire show. I hate Bugsy Malone. You've said this before, yeah, because yeah. Bugsy doesn't fucking do anything. He's not any. He's he's nothing. Yeah, he, you're nothing. You're nothing. <laughs> anyway. Maybe he has more of a role in the stage production. They had that. I, on d- at some I don't. Point. I don't think I've seen the stage production. Ah. Or well, an amateur. 
uh, thing that my friend was in. I see. And, Who are they? Uh, what? Who are they? In the oh, 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 right. Um, sorry, I thought you were saying, name your friend. Name. Name them. Name, address. Like, she goes to another school, you don't know her. I <laughs> wonder um, <laughs> she's real. Dox her. Um, <laughs> she was one, she was like the main one of Tallulah's girls, oh, okay. I think. Um, anyway, the, the point is, I am, the bar for prohibition storytelling for me is on the fucking floor. That's fair. Um, so I'm, even if I slightly enjoy this, I'm going to chalk it up as a W. I mean, it's not necessarily, um, like, prohibition focused, I'd necessarily say. But it's just the backdrop in it. Right, um, yeah. I think that was also part of the decision to film in black and white, because mm. this is a 1959 film. Obviously, right. colour was a thing. I did yeah. hear a tidbit in kind of looking into the film that the reason they chose specifically to film in black and white was because the makeup they used for the two main guys when they were in drag was kind of green tinted oh so it would just look really jarring if it was in Jim carries the mask oh my god whoa (laughs) but like yeah um they cut to offset it they had to put it in black and white which was fascinating because Marilyn Monroe's contract at the time was that she had to be shot in colour because she thought that she looked better in colour Oh, so I didn't know that. it was a big kind of like risk for her in wow. her in her mind to be shot in black and white. But she looks glorious, yeah. beautiful, as she always does. That is, that's fascinating. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Interesting. Wow. I, I, there's a lot of cool little factoids about this. Yeah. Film. I'm very excited. I think you'll enjoy yeah. it if you so can it's... get past the kind of apparent, you know, slightly sexist bits yeah. and bobs. Because it's it's Marilyn Monroe. You you kind yeah. of you can kind of expect what kind of comments are going to be made yeah, and whatnot. Oh wait, actually no. I'm gonna I'm gonna. There's a quote that I think might be from this, but I'm gonna save it till the second half oh, to see if it shows up. Ah. Because if it if the quote is in this film, the mm. quote that I think is in this film is in this film. Um, then I'm gonna we can use that to start the second half and. And that'd be quite cute, I think. Nice. But if it's not, then might use it anyway. Yeah, Who knows? Fair enough. Use <laughs> it anyway, and then people could be yeah. like, "Ah, oh, that's yeah. not done." Right. They write an angry. <laughs> it's message. our podcast. We can we can do what we want. <laughs> Very we, true. We live for the hate. Um, we don't live for the hate. We live mm. for love. Do we? <laughs> Phoebe just looked at me with the most tired eyes <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. It's been a messy day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. It's just gone one o'clock. God, is it really? Yeah. Oh, it feels really late. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm a person that gets quite anxious when plans change very last minute. Oh, absolutely. So I'm like, as much as I'm like, ah, oh, sweet, really cool room. I've bought myself some yummy <laughs> treats. Part, <laughs> yummy treats. <laughs> part of me is just sitting here like. Mm. It's not what I planned. Yeah. I planned yeah. to be freezing in the casket, <laughs> but I'm not. And that's throwing me off. Yeah. Should it go is, watch it is quite nice and warm. Yeah, it I think let's nice let's go watch the film. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know why it's nice and warm? Because mm. some like it hot. I thought you were going to say it with me. That's <laughs> Sorry. Fine. No, that's cool. That's whatever. We can do it again. Do you want to do it again? Yeah, all right, yeah. All right. Do you know why it's so warm? Why is that, Ferdy? Because some, some like, like it hot. hot. Bye. Bye. I like how you didn't drop the tea. No. No, you did drop the tea. I so. did drop, yeah. Because you're cool. Street. Yeah. Yeah, I'm integrating. Little Brighton boy. Yeah. yeah he's oh, hard. Straight out of Camp Town. <laughs> That's an area of Brighton. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>
I'm a back. How's your head? Haven't had any complaints. That's the ah. quote that I thought was they thought might Ooh. have been in this film. I feel. Oh, I'm trying to rem- remember which Marilyn Monroe <laughs> film that's actually in now. It, is that Marilyn Monroe who says it? Oh, oh, no, I, no, it's I, Mae West. It is Mae West, okay, yeah. I haven't had any complaints. My favourite yeah. ever Mae West <laughs> is, um, oh, I have to, like, you have to get it snappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, a, <laughs> um, one of my legs is Christmas and the other one's Thanksgiving, so come in the middle and see me between the holidays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love I like that. <laughs> but no, that's Mae West. That's, Another yeah, iconic Jesus. blonde. But a different Legend. iconic yeah. Um That was a fucking great film. Wasn't it, Jess? That was so good. I'm glad you liked oh, it. Man, it was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And my my worry with... When was this released? 55, do you say? Um, 59. 59. So just before the 60s. Okay. Well, it sounds vaguely like five. Um, <laughs> yeah, always the worry with, uh, you know, uh, 50s films is that there's going to be... Um, what was that film we saw where it was just like blackface jump scare in like a, was that singing in the rain? Yeah, or singing, singing. Yeah. Sorry, aka um, the hilarious Ferdy moment of what do you think of the film, Ferdy? Yeah, it was really good. There was blackface in it <laughs> before any of the other films oh, yeah. and the musical oh, qualities. Yeah. But that was yeah. um, 1950. Mm. Ugh, six, fifty-five. A long maybe? way in three years. But like to be um, but, fair, that was a yeah. film about the 1920s. yeah yeah exactly. It's my point is it's just nice that the subject matter didn't like you know give an excuse for it. Mm, um, just sexism. Was, yeah, just sexism. And you know what? You can't even no, say I, anything because no, it'll put you yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> then you'll um, have audio evidence. Yeah, of... I thought. Yeah, it was very interesting because like. You know, you kind of expect um, you expect uh, men pretending to be women in this context to be like, um, oh god, women have it so easy. Why would I even bother mm. going back to being a man? Yeah. Um, but like, no, they like as soon as they get anywhere, they get fucking groped. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> immediately like, a bump into yeah, the elevator. Yeah. yeah, and it's I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Of, of that as a concept so it, it didn't really seem to change their perspective on the female condition yeah. necessarily but um, it made them more yeah. open and let's say at least for um, oh my goodness what's the name Jerry? of the guy Gerald no no Ooh. Tony Curtis's character uh, oh my god Joe? on IMDB he's listed as Shell Oil Junior <laughs> and not Joe that's really funny. Brilliant. Um, it is Joe, right? Yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think it's, maybe for Joe, it's a case of like he kind of learns to pay women the time of day and not fob them off as much. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But at mm. the end of the day, you wouldn't necessarily fob off Marilyn mm. Monroe because she's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, Why would you? Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. It was. Oh, it was fucking funny, and she's fucking funny in Marilyn, it as well. Yeah, she's, she's fucking great. hilarious. That's sugar cane. Yeah. With a K. Yeah. She's ju- she was just doing that character perfectly of mm-hmm. the, you know, the slightly clueless person who doesn't understand yeah. that Scooby Doo is just a dog in a hat, 
um, getting onto a plane. Oh, I you see. Know? Yes. Like when Scooby Doo pretends to be a person just because he's wearing a fucking muumu and a straw sun hat. <laughs> yeah. And it's like this is a person. It's a yeah, it's a person. Scooby Doo. What? No way. I, I, I After just him. a very tall. Yeah, furry, furry lady. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, she's oh, I love, everyone in this movie was brilliant. I love like a really obvious, almost kind of Shakespearean level suspension of disbelief, mm, yeah, kind yeah, of comedy yeah. of errors, kind yeah, of thing. Absolutely. But I love it when I suppose white chicks is also kind of a part of fits into this. <laughs> is that in no way are those two white ladies. Like, but everyone in the film was so convinced of it in the same way that, you know, Daphne and Josephine are just, what was it, like, big, I didn't realise you were so big. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just bigger ladies. Yeah, bigger ladies with, like... Flatter chests. Yeah, flatter chests and incredibly broad shoulders. Yes, yeah. Who are about six foot tall. Yeah, I know. More so, um, like, Tony Curtis's... Yeah, because he's he's a man. Do you yeah, know what I mean? like he's, he's a, man a fucking man. gorilla. Like brick, built like a brick house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is that the phrase? Yeah, big, built like a brick shit house. Brick, yeah, brick shit house. That's quite. Hard but to if say. you wanted to take the shit out, you could just say because this house. is a family built, friendly. Yeah, podcast. this is a family friendly yeah. podcast. Um, so let's not talk about the Sigmund Freud references. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the they gave me to Freud, but nothing happened. <laughs> I can't even do the voice, it's so bizarre. Yeah, um, so. I had to show Ferdy mm. a clip of. For, uh, basically, the, the Joe character pretends to be uh, Shell Oil Jr. Uh, to try and convince uh, Marilyn Monroe to like, get with him. Yeah. And he's doing for some. He has to. He has to 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 convince Marilyn Monroe to get with him. Saxophone players anymore, (laughs) Ferdy. It's just (laughs) just ask her out, man. Wow, she doesn't go for saxophone players. She's been done dirty by them, and she did dirty by another one. Yeah. Um, So, and for some (laughs) strange reason, one of which I still don't know the reasoning for him doing a Cary Grant impression to this day. Like, of all the... Yeah. It was almost like Tony Curtis was like, I can do a great Cary Grant impression. Let's have him in the film. So, anyway, I showed pic- I showed yeah. Ferdy a clip of Cary mm. Grant in Bringing Up Baby, um, mm. just to kind of exemplify his rather strange <laughs> accent, I must admit. Yeah, it, it, it was bizarre. Mm. I mean, he looked like um, fucking Clark Kent yeah. before he spins around real fast in a phone booth. Well, I have a feeling, I might be wrong in this, but I bet you he's probably a little bit of inspiration for the Clark Kent look. Surely. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, most that likely. that kind of quaffed, almost bluish black yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the little glasses and the double-breasted suit. It's a shame you haven't watched um, Wayne's World 2, because there's a oh. bit in it where Garth... Um, you, you, you remember the characters, yeah, yeah. 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 Garth God, gets with this, like, gorgeous blonde bombshell woman, right, that's obsessed with him, is infatuated wow. with him. But she's actually... Um, She's run away from her husband and she needs someone to kill her husband. Oh, and she's no. like, take the scan, Garth. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> take, it, take this gun, Garth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do away with him, but don't tell anyone. Um, Is that actually what she says? Kind of. Um, so it's funny. really funny. It's like, the, and the really funny bit was the fact that you delivered that with the biggest fucking smile <laughs> on your face. Like, it was the sweetest relationship thing in the world. Yeah, you've got to be brilliant. seductive with yeah. them. Um, <laughs> But there's this bit, basically, like, he's never had sex yeah. before, and then they have mm. sex, clearly. Like, that's the implication. Clearly. And then he and then it cuts to the next day, and she comes out in this, like, lovely, like, like lo- nighty kind of robe, and he's sitting there with, like, these button-up 
pajamas, and he's got these little glasses on. He's smoking. He's got like, a pipe, and he's like, "How did you sleep, darling?" And he's like, "Splendid, my dear." <laughs> and he's like doing a Cary Grant again. It's so, so weird funny. how Cary Grant just yeah. pops up as like strange. Yeah, references. is he like? Because uh, uh, I don't know anything about Cary Grant. I there's a lot of fifties. Um, movie stars that I get mixed up and yeah he's very I kind of man. yeah I kind of picture all of them as Jimmy Stewart that's yeah that's fair um you know? Cary Grant was around the time of Jimmy Stewart okay. he kind of he first oh speaking of Mae West his first film in Hollywood was with Mae West mm. yeah um nice. so he kind of started in like early 30s so the clip that okay. I showed you was from 1934 I believe right right um but he worked his way all the way up to the 70s mm. like he was like hugely influential um, yeah. He's from Bristol originally, but when he went over to yeah. America, he was worried about his accent. So he's kind of got this strange. Oh, so it wasn't like he lost it over time. He no, affected it. It was himself. like an affection to make himself more marketable. Yeah. But it. Huh. But he could never really get it down properly. So it was always <laughs> this. It was just assumed yeah. that's how Cary Grant talks. He's got this kind of weird accent that kind of goes all over. Yeah. Like, that's actually really good. You know. Well, I, I love Cary Grant. Yeah. He's got. A, Good few films under his belt, yeah. so we should probably watch one. But that's, I mean, it's interesting that they chose to go with, I mean, it, it wasn't directly referenced as being Cary Grant, but I think... But, like, very, like, would, cultural yeah. memory. You know? Yeah, exactly. And But this was 59, 59 so yeah. that would have been, like, was he still active? Oh, God, time? yeah. Yeah, like, wow, he okay. was, um, he would have been older, but right. he... God, I mean, like, he still did films probably up until his, like, 60s. Wow. You know, I mean, you could, you know, when you're a male actor in Hollywood, you could, yeah. you know, get away with it. Like, you know, he acted with Audrey Hepburn mm. and Grace Kelly later on in his life. He did lots of um, the later Hitchcock films, so he was in uh, North by Northwest. Uh, okay, okay. Um, which is, <laughs> there's this brilliant poster that I saw. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, maybe. Um, because he's from Bristol, right? Yeah. And Aardman is a Bristolian oh, yeah. company. Some, so the Ardman Studio has this poster where it's North by Northwest. So Cary Grant in the poster is on an on an air porch. <laughs> he's running away from this plane that plays behind him. And what they've done is morph by morph west, and it's morph <laughs> as Cary Grant like running That's away. Sick. <laughs> it's really, oh, I, I really want to get it. That's I want to really buy cool. it. So this is such a tangent. We're supposed to be talking about something. Oh shit! Hot. Yeah. Um, well, they said the title in the film. They did. It was he a very so. throw. Yeah, Cary Grant. I guess Joe. I like it hot. I, I guess I like it. It was very quick. Yeah. It was kind of a, a, a blink and you. Does that work? Blink and you miss it with your ears. You can't really blink uh, your ears. Hear and you miss it. Hear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, yeah. both Phoebe and I went. Ah! You said the thing. I, yeah, I went. Yeah. I pointed at the screen um, and got up, did a little. Clicked my heels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got, it was, your, got yeah. your umbrella out. For yeah. The <laughs> yeah. In this in this tiny little room. Yeah. Um, in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, it's just a fucking fun movie. I'd say that Jack Lemmon, like Jerry, Daphne, definitely oh, absolutely. steals the show. Absolutely. Obviously. Yeah. I because I wasn't sure for the vast majority of it which one of them would end up with Marilyn Monroe. I was yeah. kind of half hoping that neither of them did. Yeah. And the three of them formed a, a new band together. Oh, it was cute. like one sax, one bass, one ukulele, ukulele. slash singer. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a I like. Yeah, lineup. It, it would be it would, work, it would be really cute though. Yeah. A little, little gang of misfits making oh. a name for themselves I mean, in Florida, avoiding the mob. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> technically, if the ending has anything to go by it, it's those three and um, funded by Osgood. Osgood. Yeah. yeah. 
who so should we talk about the ending oh that's so <laughs> fucking good. sick ending um osgood's started out as i mean i still don't really like the the guy because no, a bit little smarmy. bit yeah a bit smarmy pinches uh, uh, what he believes to be a girl's ass Daphne yeah, yeah. Daphne's ass immediately yeah. upon um, to, and he pinches it so badly that the elevator goes up to the second <laughs> floor and then immediately back down to the yeah. first oh, almost to crazy. euphemism do you know what yeah, I mean? It felt very absolutely. like, you know, like this little arrow like, going up and slowly going back down again. It's like, that felt um, very phallic. Yeah, me. using the, what is it, the old footage to um, simulate sex. Have, have you never seen that? Monty Python did a really good thing of it, uh, a really good spoof of like um, uh, playing footage in reverse of a tower collapsing. So it goes back up uh, and then <laughs> warheads really being loaded into a cannon. <laughs> Um, That's really good. And, I've never seen that. Yeah, and then a, uh, a cockerel, uh, like going cockadoodle do, yeah. and then the tower falling that, nice. again. Um, so yeah, a little bit. Of, uh, would you call that pathetic fallacy? I'd call it pathetic fallacy. Ah! Ah! <laughs> I want to roll to that. This is what you guys come to this podcast yeah. for. Just I zinger don't. after zinger. I come for the yonic imagery, actually. <laughs> No one talks about yonic imagery enough. Yeah, well, this room is yonic. It's Um, in the basement. Yep, it's a whole. I mean, technically, all rooms are yonic. True. Like anything can be yonic if you think about it hard enough. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's our time, everyone. Thanks for coming down. (laughs) Yeah. um, Can you imagine if we did this live? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Hey, listen, if, really if that's what if that's what the people want, Can that's what the people will get. The, like we the do world like, tour. We do a, yeah. a night in the SU bar. Yeah. And we do actually that'd, that'd be, be really fun. Yeah, that'd like, be great. We do the screening yeah. and then open mic it. Open <laughs> so everyone can come up. What do you and think of the questions. film? Yeah. <laughs> that'd be really funny actually. That'd be really We can fun that through the Where yeah. we go. Um I mean we can just do it in the casket. That's true. I mean, David provided so provided the building doesn't fucking Collapse. implode and yeah. create a singularity. If not already, we might come out of this building and then see that the casket's gone down a sinkhole. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say we might come out of this building and see that a line has formed, oh, waiting God. to see the film with us. Oh, I see. Right. Um, I, don't. I thought you meant a line in the ground. Oh, right. <laughs> Technically, already has. Um, how do we? I can't remember how we. We're a little bit all over the place because we were I've towards the back half of the movie. Bread. Yeah, we we're a little bit hopped up on sugar. We're we're chatting. We're we're gabbing. Yeah, we're gabbing and gossiping. Fun. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the ending. Yeah. Um, so remind me. So Gerald is not John Lemon. Um, so Daphne and Gerald. Daphne, Daphne slash Jerry yeah. is uh, Jack Lemon's. Jack Lemon. Okay. And Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. That the was other the other one. Okay. So yeah. So I feel like. Jack Lemon discovered more about his own sexuality <laughs> yeah. in that because he was like so ready to do um, female impersonation like in, from the word yeah. go and then he had a crisis of faith yeah. and then he got engaged and it was all okay exactly. and his first thought was when he questioned was not oh god I forgot that I'm 
I'm not the gender I, I told this man I was. It was, oh, God, he might be too, too old, old for me. me. I fucking love that. It's okay, I don't smoke. <laughs> His mother loves me. Yeah. That and was brilliant. the final line of the final line of the thing, uh, like before the end, mm. obviously. Um, uh, what is it? I'm not. Re- I'm. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. Yeah. And then Oscar goes. Well, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. And if any line was going to state that the film, in no uncertain terms, was not misogynist by stating that men are imperfect and women are perfect. Uh, it would be that line. But also just like, well, I like you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of who you are. Listen. I'm having a good time. If homies can kiss one another good night. Yeah. I don't see anything just wrong with that. Contact. Just a couple of, yeah, to keep your socks on. Yeah. And just a couple of guys being dudes. I really know? like it. Cause, yeah, um, it's sweet. It's been taken as a kind of amazing uh, queer representation. Mm. Kind of gospel. Yeah. Uh, I was doing, um, do you remember EPQ's? I do. I, mine got COVID cancelled. Oh, I couldn't do mine because of COVID. So I told the uni that um, that like I couldn't bump my grades up because my EPQ had been COVID bonked. Oh. And they went, oh, okay, you can just come in anyway. Because I didn't get the grades what, to come to this uni. I, I graduated Not in... Not my year, because you're the year above me. Oh, yeah. So I did a gap year, but I was doing oh, my no. EPQ in the gap year. Oh, I see. Okay, um, well, you got, you and got you. obviously that was the year that COVID hit. Yeah. Um, so... I just said, please, can I come in? And they went, yeah, okay. Nice. Well, um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I was sorry, able to EPQs. submit mine in time. Nice. But long story short, mm. I did mine on 1940s and 50s scruple comedies, which Brilliant. are like romantic comedies. I did, what, you um, were always the exact same. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I'm going to be that lone woman that actually looks at like... That sounds so pick me, but like... <laughs> so many of these films are like... like Deeped and like yeah. dripping with misogyny and sexism, yeah, yeah. but I love them anyway. Mm. I can see. I, I like to think I can see past them. Anyway, <laughs> um, I brought up some like at hot and mm. like how this film fundamentally kind of changed the way we see mm. screwball comedies um, in Hollywood. Mm. Just because it's like it's you're allowed to use sex. Uh, I think the thing that made screwball comedies so interesting is because yeah. they were so heavily censored by Hayes Code. Right. You couldn't use the sex appeal of women, so you had to give them oh, personalities. I see. see where I'm going with this? Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get huh. amazing women like uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn, yeah. um, Rosalind Russell, mm. who were seen as gorgeous and beautiful, mm. but they were never necessarily defined by their sex appeal. Right. They were defined as, like, the brainy girls. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that was mainly because of just censorship, which is kind of fucked that in order to make compelling female characters, a whole entire industry of films has to be heavily censored. Yeah. Regardless of mm. that, Some Like It Hot was kind of so influential in mm. changing the nature of comedies in Hollywood. Because yeah. it was, you're able to use sex again. Right. And sex is funny. You're yeah. allowed to make it around those, you know, Sex funny. Sex funny. <laughs> tongue in cheek. And yeah. with that comes this really risque homosexual undertone. Yeah. Which you couldn't do in the past. Mm. So this film is, a lot of like queer theorists and queer film specialists mm. take the, well, nobody's perfect bit yeah. as a kind of, fuck it, we'll be two guys that get together. <laughs> you're in drag. I'm an old fart, less guy, do you yeah. know what I mean? And what's fascinating is that line was quite literally just a filler bit until they 
found a better line to end the film with. What possible line could they have found that was know. better than that? But they were as they were writing the script and it yeah. got to the, you know, quote, I'm a man. Yeah. He was never supposed to be like the final product was never gonna end with well nobody's perfect. Yeah. They just couldn't think of something else that was as funny <laughs> as that. They were gonna do it more yeah. kind of like hey. heteronormative of him maybe going like, Oh my god, like in disgust <laughs> or something. Um, maybe the not end. with that voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but the fact that he's like, Well, I'm yeah, perfect. I, hey, listen, sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it right. Yeah, you which know? make which I don't think it would be mm. as good a film. No, if it absolutely hadn't ended not. On that line. Yeah, because it's like it's such a perfect encapsulation of the movie as a whole. Mm. It's like it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It doesn't fucking matter. It's it's fine because it's funny and we're having fun. Yeah. You know, and that is what I love about this movie. It doesn't take itself that seriously. No, it's fantastic. And I think like a lot of films that try to tackle specific societal ills can probably learn quite a bit from this film because you know, by just presenting things as fun, good times, a mm-hmm. couple of homies, just yeah. giving each other a little good night smooch, that's like, <laughs> it's, fu- it's fun! Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a good film, And man. it takes, it almost kind of takes gender out of the equation almost entirely. Yeah. Like, if you think about the cross-dressing elements, yeah. the, the partial drag, like the kind of yeah. them in suits but with heels on. Yeah, um, all the um, in the bath, yeah, having yeah. face and hair done, mm-hmm. but like wearing... Yeah, um, suit with yeah. earrings. Yeah. But then also the kind of pseudo-lesbian kiss... Mm. Between Tony Curtis's character in drag and yeah. which that in itself mm. very fucking risky. Yeah. Um, also, like mm. the open mouth kisses as well. Yeah, there was a lot of that, wasn't there? Mm. For the time, scandalous, even. Scandalous. I, yeah. I averted Steamy. my eyes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like raunchy, which yeah. you don't expect for something mm. around this time. Yeah. But it's all kind of, you know, in service of. Whether or not this was intentional, I don't know. But Mm. it kind of demonstrates the genuine fluidity of gender. Like, you can mix and match male and female qualities as you like to escape the mob. Mm -hmm. And that's... That's really the bottom line. The mob of you know, society, the mob of so- one might say. Dude. Whoa. I, hey, listen, I was talking about the mafia, but you are onto something Oh, there. I thought you meant, like, the mob of <laughs> oh, yeah, no. cancel culture and <laughs> no. those that are going to try and do you and down. flaming yeah. torches and shit. Um, yeah, I, I will say the mafia did seem kind of a, a, a supplementary yeah, aspect. But I do, I like... Involving that made it so fucking funny. Yeah. Involving the like genuine. I, I don't know. It, there's something about um, there's something about gratuitous violence in an otherwise light breezy comedy that is so fucking funny. Yeah. It's I think the same appear. This is going to be a really weird link, but um, you know, Astaf movie, ASTF movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with that. Like mindless violence for the sake of mindless violence can be quite funny yeah, exactly. if it's not taking itself seriously. For sure. I mean, think and about um, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and there were like 14 deaths in this yeah. on screen, riddled with bullets. Yeah, Tommy Gunn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, like and, all the way across. Yeah, and you don't expect that right. from... What is other like at the beginning? Load of people die. At the end, load of people die. Uh, the whole time they're on the run from being fucking murdered. Yeah, yeah. 
but in the middle is just a laugh. Hilarity. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's... Marilyn Monroe in the most risky outfit I've <laughs> ever seen. I mean, time. risky in the sense that, like, they were being held together with yeah. two bits of tape and a dream, <laughs> you know? And two <laughs> tiny tassels. <laughs> like, yeah. it, like yeah. those sequins were like, Marilyn, don't move too much yeah. or something's going to slip. There was a lot of trust being put into the costumes. Yeah. A lot that, of fucking trust. Oh God, especially that, like, black mesh one that she wore at the very end. Yeah. Which, you got a back shot of it. And it was just, um, that I didn't was, say it at the time because I was so shocked, but it's like, it's like a plumage of feathers. Yeah, exactly. Near, like, that was barely even uh, low-rise. Near the crack. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, word, yeah. You know? That was barely even low-rise because that motherfucker did not rise. No, it did you not. Know? I mean, <laughs> something might have got a rise. Yeah, it's it's a horrible joke. (laughs) Hey, listen, you hang around with me for long enough, you start picking up a few misogyny bits. Oh no, that's okay. Damn. Damn and blast. Got another one, guys. Converted another one back from being woke. Well, everyone thinks I'm a misogynist because the majority of the films that I like are like these. (laughs) You know what I mean? you know there are there are bits that are genuinely quite progressive even yeah. for now yeah. like you don't get um what i really like about it is the fact that as someone who hasn't engaged with the vast majority of the publicity and history um surrounding and after and even before this film mm-hmm. um i really like how readily it accepts the fluidity of gender. I know yeah. I keep coming back to that phrase, no, no. but that kind of, I think, sums it up. Because um, even, like, today, films that are released today that have that kind of discussion mm-hmm. will be flagged as, yeah. this is the most progressive film I've ever seen. This is a b- 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 I mean, God, think about the current political state in America. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It, it's such a serious issue. And, like, I will agree, it is a serious issue. What's happening in America at the minute mm-hmm. is a fucking infringement of free speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, an infr- again, we we said in the last episode. I'll say it again. Trans rights are human rights. Yeah. Like gender affirming uh, treatment is very important to but several also, people. But also just drag in general. Yeah. Regardless of yeah. like the, the gender aspect within mm. drag uh, as a performance. Yeah, absolutely, form. and as a mode of expression as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So my point is, this film is one that accepts all of these things and just does it because it's fun it's not pushing an agenda uh, at least not overtly Um, it's not being hailed as uh, you know something that you have to see Mm -hmm. in order to like qualify yourself as a a critic of queer theory or an advocate for uh, queer representation or whatever it's it's just doing it because it's fun and that's okay and I fucking love that it doesn't have to be a big issue like it is today because it is but I I, I do worry about like or obviously I worry about the way in which America's going but like when you look at like everyone that's come out and talked about like drag as a performance form and how integral mm. that is to American culture if you think about this film came out in 1959 yeah you think of like Mrs. Doubtfire you think of like all yeah. of these like I don't know The Birdcage mm. um, like so many films all just like fucking I know Panto is more specific to the UK 
But that in but, itself, yeah, you know, absolutely. Like you know, fucking Ursula being yeah. like a drag queen, yeah. being like divine and stuff. Mm. It it really irks me because it's so integral to cinematic culture within the yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know, it just annoys me that there are so many people that think that that's like a damning and dangerous thing. Yeah. Where for Christ's sake, Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. considered like the most iconic bit of American history ever yeah. is playing alongside two men in drag. Yeah, absolutely. And we're fine with that. Yeah, exactly. It's not it's, damning children. It's not teaching yeah. children the wrong things. It's just a funny yeah. movie. Queer people have existed for as long as there have been people. Yeah. You know? Um, like, it's the same with... Um, Oh god! I again. This is going to be a slightly off reference, but I think it still applies. They're my favourite comedian, um, potentially of all time, if not in my top three. Uh, Stuart Lee yeah. um, has a fantastic bit about uh, those damned immigrants oh. um, coming over here, stealing our jobs in, res- in direct response to UKIP yeah. um, first becoming like you know gaining traction, um, and he it's like a seven minute bit. Where he just goes back and back and back and back and oh, picks yeah, up, yeah, I, I must yeah, have done, yeah. yeah. And he picks up on every single was it like group the Mesopotamians? that has, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the ancient Mesopotamians are oh, the beaker folk yeah. coming over here, <laughs> teaching us to drink water out of cups. And before that, oh, the Neolithic people, oh, bloody Neolithic people. And it's like it's the same, it's the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Immigration happens all the time. Yeah, queer people are everywhere, mm-hmm. and you know they have given us some of the most amazing things in yeah. human history. Think about the, ima- the amount of like ancient civilizations yeah. that have like third genders or gender yeah. fluidity yeah, exactly. in their cultures. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's crazy to think that only now mm. is it a problem. Is it a problem, yeah. Um, because that, that makes it, that, that sorry to cut you off, that makes it sound like I'm saying it's been a problem for nah, years. Nah, nah. But no, it's like I know what it's been fine yeah. for fucking centuries. It's only now that Why people we... assume yeah, exactly. this is something exactly. we should worry about. Yeah. It, I feel like it's almost like mm. people have turned around and realised, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race is one of the most watched and streamed shows yeah. in America at mm. the moment. It's the only reason that fucking MTV as a channel is afloat at this point. Yeah. And it's this rise in the fucking right wingers thinking yeah. that in itself is mm. bad. Do I think <coughs> young children f- should watch Drag Race? Probably not, because it's got a lot of risque content and loads of swear words. Yes, yeah. each each week a top and a bottom are chosen. Yeah, you and know? you play the snatch game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah do a I think, of But do I think like a drag queen singing at Old MacDonald to a bunch of reception kids is bad? No, of course I fucking don't. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I it's, I bring back yeah. the panto thing. Again, I know you don't get pantos in America. Mm. You've been to a panto. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You have a date. Fucking, there is a my dame. school did a panto. Yeah. Like, the, the games teachers would be the dames. Like, exactly. And it was fucking it's hilarious. In, because it's crucial. Yeah, exactly. Here were these massive fucking burly yeah. men who everyone was afraid of mm. going, Oh, I've put a new pie out on the window. Yeah. Like, that kind of shit. And it was fucking... It was fucking hilarious. Exactly. Did that? Did me going and to a panto fun. every I don't know Christmas or something yeah. like at Greenwich Theatre? Um, <laughs> Shout out! Snaps. Did you know that we have the best rated panto in the UK? No way! Do you actually? Uh-huh. That's wild. We have a really fucking great day. I don't know if his name's Andrew something. 
I don't know if he's still yeah. doing it, but he's fucking brilliant. He's like yeah. this six foot four man without heels on. So he's just Jesus this like Christ. Amazonian a woman. Titan. Yeah. yeah. And he has these like amazing costumes. Like one year he went as like I thought you <laughs> Sorry. He just gestured like this. Phoebe gestured um outwards in the chest area and said, He just had these amazing I was gonna I thought well, you were gonna say tits. Well. Yeah. <laughs> There's this like whenever he like goes to like touch one of his tits you get the um conductor at the bottom going like on like a little thing Uh like every single time and he like does a joke where he tries to like catch out the guy so like if he misses the cue he's like oh you didn't do that one (laughs) but like i remember one year he went as like a china set so like he was dressed as like a, a blue crockery Teapot kind of thing oh, with like two saucers over that's his tits sick. and a little that's like great. cup on his hat that you'd like go down and like some water. That, to you could really see that good. on a runway, most you likely. Could, like yeah. that's actually kind of. But like, go, yeah. case in point, going to that mm. every year from like God knows how young I was because mm. like you know you're a kid, you go to the panto. That's not going to have made me gone, mummy, daddy. What? Why? What's the state of gender affairs in the UK? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to do that because that's yeah. what my children fucking think. Exactly. Yeah. Like, haha, funny person, make me laugh. Yay, like them. Yeah, exactly. That's how simplistic and also, your brain is. The worst that happens is they realise that they'd been gay the whole time. Yeah, or trans. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And queer the whole time. It's like. <sighs> They're going to exist no matter what people do. Yeah. Might as well make them feel okay about exactly. it. Exactly. Wow. You know? Love that we got really it's, political. Yeah, but like but that's. It's I mean, yeah, absolutely, it's important, and it's it's films like this that hopefully are proof that you know it's okay. Yeah. It's cool. It's just a bit of fun. I worry that know? it's the thing that I go back to a lot of <clears> times with like the older films that we watch on this podcast, mm. specifically the ones that are in black and white. I worry that they're going to, as the generations go on, they're going to get lost to time a little yeah. bit. Because mm. I, I, I agree. Like I feel like you've got to, there's a certain level of kind of engagement that you've got to have with older films, especially if they're not in colour. Mm. But I worry that as we go on and as our attention spans get lower and lower throughout the generations, like Generation Alpha yeah. is going to be like, one, the most tech savvy, yeah. but also like the most, I think it's like, in like in need of the most enrichment and stimulation mm, when it comes absolutely. to like screen usage and yeah. stuff because it's a whole generation of iPad babies. Mm. And also, um, especially with um, COVID as well, this is kind of yeah, supplementary yeah, to yeah. that. But like, there's this whole issue. I mean, even our year group at uni, mm. um, apparently, uh, we just do not engage in seminars and lectures because we had a, yeah we had our first year online yeah it's just yeah sorry you were saying no i'm just like i i really worry about the state of these films and i think Mm. my a lot of my interest comes from wanting to preserve them yeah and wanting them to still get taught i think it's really important that Mm. on film courses we look at newer films or like non-western films more specifically Mm. but i worry that you know you get these weeks where i'll be like oh we're doing an old film oh snore you know what i mean like oh citizen kane yeah granted citizen kane is over yes yeah but still important mm. anyway i don't know you get what i'm saying yeah it's like, no it's these films are really mm. crucial especially yeah, in absolutely. regards to some like a hot and queer history yeah completely and it's it's tricky because you know every year there's some big splash being made by someone reinventing whatever genre mm-hmm. and doing something no one's ever done before like it's rough because 
exponentially films are becoming more and more prevalent and we've only got so much time to study all of them yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like you just you got to whittle it down to the gems mm-hmm. and there's yeah the the worry that ones that aren't completely the most notorious things or oh, you got to see citizen kane it's the best yeah. film of all time i don't know i i thought I thought the Minions movie was quite good. No, I didn't. No, That's I, a lie. I thought it was quite good. I, I, mm, yeah. I, I, uh, in terms of children's mm. entertainment, I was... I was uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, my point is, like, you know, there's... there's you're absolutely right. There's probably a worry that ones that aren't considered completely vital to a modern understanding of film might slip through the cracks yeah. and that's and I'd not hope, good I'd hope that this podcast not yeah. necessarily reinvents the wheel because who are we kidding <laughs> but sheds a light on just kind yeah. of like you know if, if you think about it like we watched mm. fucking Blade Runner yesterday, yeah. last week mm. it's not yesterday yes. <laughs> uh, can you imagine back to back um, and now we're going to like a 1950s film yeah. yeah and I don't know next week I believe we're mm. doing a silent film are we? I, I mean, you're in charge of the, I mean, the, I think the running order. I've got no idea. I think we're going to try. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. I won't say what, but a silent film. Yeah. And that in itself, I think, mm. is something that is going to completely get yeah. phased out of people's existence. Absolutely. If, if not already. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, say I've watched so many silent films because I haven't. I've yeah. probably only watched about three. Mm. But do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I worry about things, lost media, and mm. things getting lost to time. Yeah. But I think every generation, like, there will be people for who, for whom certain things will just be a passing interest. There will always be people who will develop a passion yeah. for things. And there will always be people who care. Um, like, I mean, you, for example, are a prime... Uh, the prime specimen. <laughs> uh, because, fucking, you care a massive amount. And mm. you're, I mean... You suggested doing a podcast about it. I think that was a very yeah. good idea. Let it be known. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was Phoebe's idea. It yeah. wasn't me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it is It is scary. But, like, there will always be someone, I'm sure. And we've got to keep podcasting. We've got to keep podcasting. And on that note, <laughs> I think that's a yeah, perfect I think that's, segue yeah. into wrapping up. Yeah. I did, this was a fantastic film. I really genuinely, this may be one of my new favorite films <gasps> ever. Like, I, this could be one of the definitely one of the best we've watched on the podcast. Oh, but it's up there with my favorites now. I really enjoyed this. I'm really happy to this hear was that. really fucking good. Oh, brilliant! Um, that made me so happy. Yeah, like this and Howl. Potentially, yeah. and, and I was the, always going to love the gone Howl. but not not forgotten Spider Verse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rest oh, in peace. God, yeah, such a shame. That was a really good episode. Yeah, we talked for a while. We did. One. We made some really good points. Oh well, oh, well. whatever. <sighs> right. Don't forget to follow mm. us on Instagram at but it's a classic underscore pod pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I stole your bit. And yeah, that. oh, that's all right. That's... Oh, and please, please, please rate us on Spotify because Absolutely. that helps the algorithm yeah. get it out to more people and have it recommended to more people. Um, although our viewers, our listening counts have gone up, I noticed. Have we? Yeah. Uh, have oh, I've, I've not been paying had attention. Had a little log on. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, our our love actually did pretty well. Fuck yeah. Because I think because we uploaded it on Christmas Eve, right? It, we might have done, yeah. yeah. I forget. I forget. I think what a lot day of people probably yeah. like looked for the Love Actually soundtrack yeah. and stumbled across <laughs> our episode. 
<laughs> Which I think is That'd hilarious. That would be cute, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, God, imagine people, like, decorating their tree <laughs> to the sound of us. Do, do, chatting shit. <laughs> do, do, like our little, like... <laughs> I'm going to try and fade in the music at this point as well so people like get that thank you very much yeah thank you so much guys Uh, and yeah we will see you next week for keep it yeah uh, but remember only some like it hot only some only some so only keep it hot if (laughs) some like it cold yeah that's not that's not a joke that's not anything that's a joke (laughs) it was an attempt yeah yeah okay I'll I'll keep workshopping it I'll come back next week alright yeah see you later guys lots of love bye bye